All right, Colossians chapter 4. We better pray first. Father, thank you for this day. Sure is good to be walking in the light, children of the light. Lord, this world is groping in darkness. And here we are singing about Jesus. Amen. And Lord, our, 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 our debates and our confusions and our arguments and our needing of wisdom is on uh, what do we do when they try to take this away and that away. But Lord, I'm knowing one thing today. They can't take you away. Amen. And I'm glad you're locked up inside. And I pray you'd have your will and way with your people and with me tonight. Get me out of the way so you can do a great work. And we'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Colossians chapter 4, verse 1. Masters, give unto your servants that which is just and equal, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Continue in prayer. And there's a huge, that next word is huge. It, I learned it on uh, Sesame Street. It's called a conjunction. Big Bird used to sing, conjunction, junction, what's your function? And... That ties two different things together in case you went to public school like me. <laughs> Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. The dynamic duo of watching and, important, praying uh, is often found together in our Bible. Matthew chapter 26, Jesus said, watch and pray. Matthew chapter, Mark chapter 13, Jesus said, take ye heed watch and pray. Mark chapter 14, Jesus said, watch ye and pray. Luke chapter 21, Jesus said, watch ye therefore and pray. Ephesians chapter 6, Paul said, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and, and, and watching thereunto with all perseverance. Here Paul says, continue in prayer and watching the same. And then First Peter, he closes it out. He says, be therefore sober and watch unto prayer. I'm sure it's just a coinkadinky, but seven times in the New Testament, the number of completion. And I got to thinking, I was admonishing us not to just pray, but to watch and pray. Could it be that the reason that our praying uh, without watching is the reason that so many of our prayer system in our prayer meetings sort of incomplete, sort of like something's missing? Could watching be the key that turns our prayers uh, from less duty and more delight. He did say both of them. Could, could, could watching be the extra powder that we need in our cartridge so desperately needed to pull down those strongholds that are so evident in this dark day in which we live. Can I say in my own experience, and I certainly uh, have not apprehended this, but when on occasion praying uh, met up with watching, it can become more of a delight than a duty. After all, who don't like a good fight? I think watching adds heart to the prayer. I think watching engages the prayer. I think watching is what puts the wrestle in the prayer. And if I'm not mistaken, in my own experience anyways, it seems like watching is where it puts God in the prayer. And that's what I'm looking for. Prayer that gets something done. Not just to go through the motions and, and do my duty, but prayer that gets something done. Pulling down strongholds in the dark day. I'm not talking about a nicety today. This is a necessity for survival. Let's define watch as we look in the mirror of the word. According to Noah Webster, amazing what you can do with a Bible and an old dictionary. Uh, listen to what he says. He says, watch 
is from the same root as wake. Number one, watching wakens the prayer. Take your Bible, turn to Matthew chapter 26. Matthew chapter 26. After three and a half years of uh, ministry and one of Jesus' defining moments uh, begins with Satan entering into the heart of Judas Iscariot. Uh, Jesus and his disciples have shared their last meal and we pick it up in uh, chapter 26 and verse 35. Verse 35. Let the word of God, let's sit in the tub of God and soak. Amen. Uh, Peter said unto him, verse 35 of Matthew 26, Though I should die with thee, yet will I not deny thee. Okay, Peter. Likewise also said all the disciples. He always gets the rap, but they all said it. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane. That's the oil press. And he's fitting to get pressed. And saith unto the disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter, the two sons of Zebedee, and began to be very sorrowful and very heavy. Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here, and say the next word. Watch with me. And he went a little farther, fell on his face, and prayed. So you've got both terms. Saying, O oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto the disciples, and findeth them, say that word, asleep. And saith unto Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again the second time, pray, saying, Oh, my father, this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it. Thy will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them and went away and prayed the third time, saying the same words. We got a man that walked on water with Jesus Christ. We got a man that saw him raise people from the dead and the, and the fish and the, and the bread multiplied and the sick healed and the blind to see. He couldn't stay awake for an hour to watch. Well, you say, preacher, they were tired. Not so fast. And this, this, is, this is where this thing stood out to me. Look at 46. Let's look at tired Peter. Now he's going to wake him up. Jesus wake him up. They're, they're out cold. They're sawing wood. Rise, 46, let us be going. Behold, he is hand that doth betray me. And while he yet spake, Judas comes with the multitude, right? Now jump down to 51. And behold, one of them which were with Jesus stretched out his hand, this is Peter, drew his sword and struck a servant of the high priest and smote off his ear. He was going to his head. He clocked his head and off goes the ear. Let me ask you a question. What happened to tired He ain't sleeping now. He sure could watch like a hawk in the physical realm. He sure could wield the sword in the physical realm. He sure could do a great job almost taking somebody's head off in the carnal battle. You talk about zero to 60 fast. Great lesson here. Boy, we sure are good at the carnal battles, aren't we? Especially us men. Us American men. Yet it seems that often in the spiritual realm, we can't blow the fuzz off of a ginger snap. You know what Peter just did in the physical realm? Draws us a picture. He went from sleeping to watching. Now here's some examples of watch in the physical realm. Because we're good at it. We got any ba I know we got basketball players in here. I got this from the basketball handbook. 
On-ball basketball defense tips. One, put constant pressure on the basketball. Two, stay lower than your opponent at all times. Three, stay at arm's length distance from your opponent. Four, watch your opponent's chest or waist. And the reason you do that, because then he can't juke you. See, I can make my head go this way, my body go this way. I can't make my waist go that way and my body go that way. I'm trying to explain what watch means in the physical realm and see if you can get down in there and see what God would have you to do in the spiritual realm. You young adults marry an age. In fact, I've been making some observation around here. It's younger than adults marry an age. I've seen you. You know where her family parks. You know what door they come in. You know what pew they sit in. You say, what's that, preacher? It's watching. Capish? Some of you men, all that's going on, how'd you like to hear this newscast? Police have reported three escapees from the Santa Rosa Correctional Facility. They were last seen in Milton, Florida area, considered armed and dangerous. Some of you are going for your guns right now. Residents are encouraged to stay indoors, lock the doors, and report any suspicious activity. Man, I can hear the shotguns racking already. You know what that is? It's watching. And we're good at it in the carnal realm. Bring it on! And that's what Peter was good at. Ready and waiting and watching for a carnal fight. And that's what we're good at. Did you see they stormed the Capitol? unprecedented. Maybe some of y'all did. (laughs) I don't know. I see some Christian banners over there. Unprecedented in U.S. history. Thousands mad. You talk about pulling down strongholds in the physical realm. As of a few days ago, I read it today, 405 have been arrested. I got to wondering if God were to hand out arrest warrants uh, uh, to his people that stormed his throne room in the last three months since January 6th, how many would get a citation? I mean to pull down strongholds. We're all armed up to the hilt, and I'm with you. I'm with you. But let me ask you a question. Watchmen, what of the night? Watch, how are we doing in the, in the spiritual realm? Yes, sir. How's the schools doing and the universities doing and the media doing and frankly the church is doing? I'll tell you what of the night. If what's going on around us is a measure of, of our spiritual might, we're losing the battle. Now we ain't going to lose the war. I'm talking about something tonight that is more of a nicety. I got, I'm going to have, ni- Lord willing, 19 grandchildren at the end of this year, Brent. Someone try to hurt them, they're going to be in a whoop of trouble. But I wonder about the spiritual battle. Man, we're good at that one. For our churches, for our nation, for our kids, for our grand, because they're going to be the ones that are going to pay the price. And don't wait till then to cry for what they're going through. Cry for them now! Are you watching? This is our 
shot in the arena. We were talking at the table there. Could you imagine 20 years ago at one of these street preacher things we were doing? If we sat back and said, yeah, uh, uh, 20 years from now, they're not going to let you go to church because of whatever. You couldn't fathom it. And I just thought when you were saying that, yeah, but this is our time in the arena. Are we going to blow it? I wonder if our chance in the arena, the words of Jesus to Peter are echoing three, 2,000 years later. Could you not watch? While we're busy lopping people's ears off. You know what that watch was in the Old Testament. He was a guard. He was a sentinel. He was a lookout. He was alone. And he was above the rest. And I don't think it's any coincidence that the Holy Ghost uses the term watch for the New Testament prayer. Now try to convert in your mind spiritual to what I'm, I don't know if we got any military men in here, but, but, but spiritual, what I'm going to give you physical from the, from the U.S. Uh, Armed Forces Manual. <clears throat> if you are a service member, well, are we? I think I'm happy in the service of the king. That's our whole call. Of the United States Armed Forces, I think we're soldiers, right? And there's no discharge from this war, and the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. And misbehave while performing the duties of a lookout or a sentinel, you will face charges under Article 113 of the Uniform Code of Military Justice. This generally includes, one, drunkenness. Well, we ain't sipping saints, we Baptists, you know, we ain't got to worry about that one. Number two. Sleeping upon his or her post. And let me say, you don't have to be snoring in the spiritual realm at the prayer meeting to be asleep. Or leaving before he or she is properly relieved. The duty of a sentinel or lookout or watch is imperative to the security of a mission. It is therefore considered one of the worst offenses under military law. Oh yeah, prayer meeting. Oh, yeah, I got my Bible, and I got this, and I got that. I'm wondering if it's not one of the worst offenses of the spiritual law of the one that said, could you not watch? Listen to this, brother. You may be executed for failing to uphold your duties as a sentinel or lookout should you be found guilty while the country is at war. Can I say the country is at war? <laughs> Even if you could escape the death penalty, you could face incarceration that might last for decades. Doesn't it seem like the church is incarcerated sometimes? I mean, we were quarantined spiritually long before Biden or Pelosi or COVID came along. At the very minimum, a loss of all pay for falling asleep. All pay, allow death penalty? Whew. Watching must be important. Loss of all pay allowances and benefits will force you to enter the civilian world at an extreme disadvantage. We are a New Testament called out assembly in battle, living in a civilian world as strangers and foreigners. And if you ask me, it seemed like the disadvantages have been mounting. Even, listen, spiritually, I believe we got the right book. I believe we got the right divisions. We got enough sound doctrine to make Sodom and Gomorrah repent. But let me ask you a question. Watchman, what of the night? 
How's it looking? If we could just watch the way we do on opening morning at deer season. I wonder if we wouldn't have more spiritual trophies. I watched a, a, a special a while ago. It was, uh, it was the, the fight of the century. Muhammad Ali and, uh, and Joe Frazier in, in Madison Square Gardens. I can't remember the year. Frazier won that fight. But he was hurt bad. He went to the hospital. Word got back to Ali that Joe Frazier might die. Of course, Ali was a Muslim. When Ali heard that, that, that someone that was in that room described, he went over, he got down on his face, put his forehead to the ground, uttered some words to Allah, got up, looked at his trainer, and said, if Joe Frazier dies, I'm done boxing. And I'll never forget what that announcer said. He said, sure. You need your enemy if you're going to have victories. Stop whining about the enemy doing what enemies do and put your gloves on and get in the ring and watch. That's where God gets the glory. Not by sitting on flowery beds of ease, by winning battles. Noah Webster continues, Forbearance of sleep, attendance without sleep, attention, close observation, guard, vigilance for keeping or protecting against danger. All right, so we know what watching is. What are we watching for? A lot of parallels in the, in the physical realm. Number one, we're watching for an adversary. That'll keep you alert to attacks. Be sober, be sober. Let us watch and be sober, Paul said. Be sober and watch unto prayer. Be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, you know the verse, is a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour, including your little baby sitting next to you. They ain't going to take my guns. Okay, Peter, we got that covered. But there is an escapee that's got a host of principalities and powers and rulers over municipalities that is armed and dangerous that is seeking still to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And he's got the media under siege, and he's got the education institutions under siege, and he's got the government in Silicon Valley, and unfortunately, most churches under siege. Here's the trouble. He's invisible. Your night vision goggles and your AK ain't going to do nothing to him. If he had a meeting with his host in this room tonight, you could drop napalm and it wouldn't melt the ice in his sweet tea. This is a higher battle. We need more than swords and stay. We need more than guns and napalm. Watch ye stand fast in the faith. And God says something very sexist here. Quit you like men. Can you say men anymore? I'm a Rush Limbaugh. He used to call the feminists feminazis. Now the men are feminazis. 28 times, watch men. 28 times, watch man. If the, I'm saying this because to say this, if the battle is going to be even started, let alone won, it's going to have to be us men that are going to lead the fight. Well, we can watch that game. I know you've seen them Buffalo Bills almost made it all the way. 
Boy, we had 20 guys in that room. We got, we got babies with Buffalo Bill onesies on. Little poopy coming out of their diapers. I mean, we got our bills sweatshirt and our bills and we're pacing the floors. Man, you know what we're doing? That's watching. Man, I'm going for a, something with Dorito in the other room. Don't let me miss nothing. What did I miss? You ever watch? You convert all that watching to watching for an adversary. I'll tell you, I believe we'll start to see some victories. And if we don't get ready for the gulag, or, or sorry, the mandatory quarantine facility. And if you think that's a joke, 70 miles north of my house is the crow flies in Canada. It's exactly what they're doing. You fly into there and you say, I'm not, you're going in a hotel, buddy, $2,000 a night. Isn't there something, $100 a night hotel, the government gets it, now it's $2,000. In my, in my state, don't get me going on that, they're proposing the same legislation. So I'm preparing this message up there, and we're up there on Lake Ontario, and this is migration time. Now, I know down here that means people jumping over walls, but up, up there, <laughs> up there it means birds flying south. They don't call them snowbirds for nothing. In fact, this time of year, they're flying north. Now, men, listen, 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 men. The male goose, listen, young fathers, will stand at guard a distance away from his nesting mate so that he does not attract predators. You know, you know what the, the goose has got enough? She's home with the kids. Amen. <laughs> they must not have got that one. You say, yeah, but what satisfaction does she, what's she doing in life? She's raising sentinels. And I'm wondering if we're not lacking a generation of sentinels. I better move on. We get numerous calls during nesting season about a goose that has been standing in one spot for days. It won't fly away. Is it okay? This is the male goose standing guard over the nesting goose. You know what I see here? If you're, going to turn, if you're going to watch and pray, you better get used to being alone. You better be getting ready to stand out because when they're playing, you're going to have to be praying. And let me interject, I've not apprehended. But brother, I got 19 grandkids. This is a necessity. While everybody is comfortable in the nest, you're going to be watching. Not, not many will heed. You, you know that Old Testament said, he said, I sought for a man. This is incredible. And I found none. Not a one. Man, I'm thinking, Lord, if we could get one, what could you do? But I found none. I wanted one. If I could just get one, I won't drop the hammer any harder. How many times has he got to hit us? While the disciples were comfortable sleeping, Jesus was watching alone. I looked at them thousands. Of, I'm talking about so many geese, brother, this time of year, you could walk across them. Thousands. I thought, boy, watching, it's good for the goose. It's good for the goose. If a predator approaches the nesting area, he will attack it. Now, we like that. Just to distract it from discovering the nest. But listen, our, 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 our battle is not a physical, I like that word, attack. 
You ever attack in the spiritual realm? Listen, our attack in this instance is not carnal. That'd be too easy. It's good for the goose. Are you watching? We play too much defense. We always react instead of going after it. God has given us a weapon to combat the forces of evil, and a big part of it is watching. I wonder, why not? Like they said in the Bible, why sit we here till we die? We're confounded. They're confounded. And we're confounded. What do we do? We're sitting around. What do we do? We're going to let them close our church? What are we going to do? We're going to let them tell us we can't pray? We can't. Well, they ain't telling me. Yeah, but what are you going to fight them with? Because they're going to win that fight. Jimmy Hood said it years ago. They got missiles can go down your chimney. You're going to hit them with a squirrel gun. <laughs> They're going to smoke you out, man. You'll be trying to plug your nose with your AK-47 bullets. <laughs> this is what I struggle with, with what I see going on. Is this all in the plan of God, though? See, I look past, you know, you can go down your checklist, one world government, no borders, no languages, just you can't buy your cell, you got to have your card, you got to do, it's right on schedule. I don't stop with the Antichrist. I said, he's just doing all the dirty work for Jesus to get set up as one king when the kingdoms of our Lord become the, the, the this world become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. Amen. So am I fighting against his plan for the ages? Could this be his plan for... I'll just say this. I hope so. Because I tell you what, in World War II, when they were burning them Jews in the ovens and half the world was at war, do you think they thought, this is it. The trumpet's fitting to blow. It's good for the goose. Are you watching? Or what are you watching? Geese are considered to have an excellent eyesight and to be watchful and inquisitive with strong territorial instincts. I've seen your security team here. They try to blend in, but they didn't fool me. <laughs> they, they got their little bul bulges over here. I mean, you know, th this makes it a little obvious, you know. <laughs> and, you know, young guys, they're every few minutes, they're checking us still there. <laughs> when you're old like me, you forget it's there. <laughs> They got the little thing coming over their ear. And they're, they're out there looking at me now. What's he talking about? And they're listening, and they're communicating, and they're watching. But I'm talking about another territorial predator that wants to devour our churches, our children, our grandchildren, and our nation. And if we're going to win the battle, in my cheap opinion, this is where it's going to be won. Watching for an adversary keeps you alert to attacks. Number two, watching for an appearing will keep you clean. Watch ye therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch, the thief, the thief, he comes at a thief in the night, would come, he would have watched and would have not suffered his house. Man, our houses are being broken up. Therefore be ye also ready for in such hours ye think not the Son of Man cometh. The grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared in all men. Well, praise God. Let's have a grace church. 
Yeah, but the next verse says grace ought to teach you something. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should so righteously and godly in this present world. How? Looking for that blessed hope. The glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We were recently in my favorite state. You know what that is, right? Florida. Uh, and I'm, I'm almost, you said empty nester. Did you see me get up and start jiving a little bit? I got two more out of nine, two more at home. I'm not pushing them out, but you know. <laughs> well, we were away and we we're driving home. They weren't sure exactly when we were get there, but you know teenagers. I mean, if they're anything like their father, the place was a mess. And you know what they're doing? They're watching. And you know what they're doing when we're on that way home? They're cleaning the house. You know what watching will do? If you'll put this stupid thing down for a minute long enough to say, what if it were today? You might have to say, well, I better put this down, man. Or at least delete some of the stuff that's in there. Watching for an appearing will keep you clean. Watching, lesson number three, watching is not an end in itself. It's to sound an alarm in the face of danger. And I'm wondering if that's why there's not a lot of alarming going on. He said in Isaiah, go set a watchman. But he didn't stop there. He said, let him declare what he seeth. That's what the watchman is for. Son of man, I've made thee a watchman under the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning. But, but it's, it's a sad ending. His, how'd you like to have a watchdog? Listen, his watchmen are blind. They are all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs. They cannot bark. Hey, let me introduce my, my, uh, my, my watchdog, Fred. He's blind and he can't bark. Here's the humbling part. He's talking about his preachers. He's talking about his prophets. They're watchmen, but they're blind. They're watchmen, but they won't sound the alarm. You say, how can you tell if someone's watching what they're watching and seeing through here and around them? They're probably giving a warning. I think it's all tied together. I think that the reason we are not declaring publicly the way we used to is because we're not watching privately the way we used to. Because you get some of this in you, you can't help it. <laughs> you Bible students knew the cliche, uh, if you don't do Acts 1.8... God does Acts 8.1. If you, if you don't do Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, if you don't get out of there, you're just going to hang out and be comfortable. Let's just, let's just have us a party for Jesus in here. He'll do eight, what, Acts 8.1 and scatter you. We were talking yesterday a little bit about what's going on in Canada. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police moved into the Grace Life Church property of Alberta, Canada. Let me just say this. And, and I know why I believe what I believe, and I'm what we are through and through, but you better be careful how you treat those charismatics. They might be your prayer partner in a jail cell. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police came in to put up temporary fencing around the property to prevent building access until people, quote, demonstrate the ability to comply. Now that made me want to go for my 45 right there. But I told you, you're not going to beat them with that. Right. Right. Or at least you've got no business fighting with that until you've entered this, this arena. Yeah. 
A large crowd of what appeared to be supporters of the Grace Life Church west of Edmonton were seen on Sunday trying to take down fencing around the church. I watched a video of it. They, Brother, you talk about heaven on earth. Have you imagined people breaking down fencing to get in the church? Yeah. Man, you got people today, they've had their vaccines. They wear a whole box of masks on their face. They've already had COVID, and they're still scared. And them Canadian, you know, liberal cold Canada, you know, charismatics, they're breaking the fences down to get in the church. Now, we like that. I like the signs of that carnal battle. Let's go get them. Let's go get them, Travis. You go first. I'm right behind you. <laughs> but here's, here's the good part. Long before all that, I think a lot of the supporters came in and said, you ain't going to do that. All of a sudden, the church has got friends. They were worshiping outside. Bad for praise bands when you got nothing but hymnals. You better stick with those hymnals. I wonder if maybe the same God of the book of Acts wants his church to take off the bushel and put the, the city back up on the hill and he moving his message outdoors. We had to do it for about a month in March in Rochester. They had me up on an eight by eight steel platform on a tow motor 20 and it was windy up there and, and I'm preaching and I heard a neighbor saying, I heard, I heard singing and preaching on Sunday morning. Where? Outside. Praising him among the heathen where he can get the glory. Listen, you don't end with watching. Watching is just a catalyst to get us to sound the alarm. I'll just say this, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police in Alberta, Canada, meant it for evil, but God used it for good. They ain't got us shackled. Man, a hurdle, a pit, a lion's den, a furnace is just an opportunity for God to get some glory. It's good for the goose. He's watching. Often while the flock is feeding, individuals will take turns acting as sentinels. Can I say to the young men, us old guys are getting tired. And we can't carry you no more. We need sentinels that would watch the adversary and watch for his appearing half as much as we watch Netflix and and the golden Bitcoin spot price, I said it. I got convicted, man. I checked that, see what the Bitcoin's doing every morning. And God said, you're checking to see what that thing's doing before you're checking to see what I'm doing. Surrender. I like preaching to myself. Listen to this. This is wild, man. Guard geese have been used throughout history and in modern times. In ancient times, Rome, Greece are credited by the historian Livy for giving the alarm when the Gauls invaded at the Battle of Aaliyah. On modern farms, geese are said to be good deterrents to predators of other domestic fowl against snakes. A handbook of industrial security recommends them for protecting warehouses and other isolated physical arrest, uh, uh, assets. 
Uh, they are reported to have been used in the United States Air Defense Command installations in Germany to protect police stations in China. I'm saying watching's good for the goose. How about us? It was good for Jesus in the oil press. It was good for the Old Testament watchmen on the wall. I think it'd be good for us. I don't like feeling defeated. I need hope. And if there's any hope, I think it's found in what we're talking about here. Or just watch your country swirl the drain and swallow up our kids and grandkids as the enemy comes in like a flood. I'm a simple man, and I mean simple. And I love the practical, so how do I put shoes on this? Maybe you want to enlist. Not many will. Maybe you want to enlist, and I've not apprehended. Maybe you want to enlist. Where do I start, preacher? I'm going to make a little confession. I'm an addict. I'm addicted to the news. And here's what's wild. Like any addict, I hate it. But I keep going back to the troth. It's like Romans 7. That which I would not, that do I. And you all laughing because you're the same way. It's discouraging. It's disheartening. And as they say down south, it's downright scary. I, I'm like an addict, I've, I've fasted for months at a time. No news. It don't do me no good because every one of my news-addicted friends texts me, did you see this what Biden's doing? Did you see this what Pelosi's doing? Look at what, look what King Cuomo's doing now. You're right. You're right. Yeah! <laughs> part of the addict's therapy, part of the addict's therapy is to figure out what triggers. I thought, Lord, wouldn't it be good if I could get something to trigger me to watch? I had a friend, a guy in our church years ago, he was, he was a lunatic. <laughs> he, he was, so, you know, people, they, they say that phrase, so heavenly minded, no earthly good. The man, he read every book on revival that was ever written, Hebrides, this, all over the world. And, and he wanted revival so bad, he prayed eight hours a day. No exaggeration. And one testimony, he, he was frail. He would fast for months at a time and end up in the hospital. He's out in the woods, he used to be a real skinny guy, frail, and he used to wear these uh, earplugs in his ears because the wind would get in his ears. And, he, and he's out there one day and he's telling me this to a real humble, frail man. He said, Brother Joe, he said, I was, I was out there praying in the woods by Rick's house and I saw a dog run by and I thought that was kind of strange. And a little while later, I, now this guy prays, man. Oh God, you did it before, can you do it again? Oh God, you said we have not because we ask not. God, you said if we ask you, could call unto you, you'd show us great mighty thing. God, oh God, help, help, Lord, help, Lord. And he's he praying, and he hears through the earplugs, Tony, Tony, oh, Tony, Tony, yeah, yeah. He looked down the hill and there's a policeman, a uniformed policeman. He says, what are you doing, Tony? He says, I'm praying. He said, that's what I thought. Now, I pulled up behind your car. I saw the stickers. He said, we got a report from a woman walking her dog. There's a man in the woods saying, God, help. (laughs) 
That's a true story. And if you want to hear more, I could go on all day. <laughs> you stole my thunder. I had that in the notes and you didn't know it. That now you know you got a twofold witness. <laughs> Tony, like back then you listened. Nobody had TVs or screens or anything. Tony listened to the news and I, I remember asking him one day, I said, Tony, how can you listen to that news? And he said something I'll never forget. He said, it motivates me to pray, Brother Joe. Right. And when I was preparing this message, that, that testimony hit me and I thought, there's a trigger. Right. There's a trigger. When, when, when somebody texts me, oh, Pelosi's at it again, or, 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 or I turn on the, the Fox News, or the, the, I, 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 and I try to be balanced. <laughs> I, 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 really. Because you've got to know your enemy. So you watch the Fox and then you watch the Communist News Network. I mean, biggest head, I, I, I keep track, biggest headlines you ever seen, they're throwing kids over the border. I go over the other place, not a word. Them people just believe in what they're reading like we're believing what we're reading. But I thought this, I thought, what if when I got the bad news, instead of whining to the brethren and put, you know, I don't have blogs and all that, but oh, can you believe what they're saying? Can you believe what's going on? Can you, what about it? That was my trigger to call out, help! Now I don't have to give up my addiction. <laughs> I'm telling you, try it, man. See, Peter didn't wake up till he saw physical danger. The bad news comes in, let that be a trigger. You turn those talk radio, I'm not going to preach against it because I, I, it's just it's satisfying to know that there's a, like a public voice that thinks a little bit like me, but it gets me aggravated. And so I'm purposed. Let that trigger me to say, oh God, help Lord for the godly man ceaseth and the faithful fail from among the children of men and the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. You've got to help us. And you said if we asked, you'd answer. And if we sought, you would be found. And if we knocked, you would open. And I'm doing all of them. Help! I got to thinking. It's what David did. Read the Psalms. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock. It's what Joshua did. It's what Daniel did. It's what Esther did. It's what the early church did. In fact, show me one Bible warrior that did anything else. Now, in the Old Testament, you could lop their heads off too. But they were always outnumbered. They always went to God first. That one guy had a hangnail on his toe. He said, you went to the doctor before you came to me. You're out. Man, that song, I almost lost my dignity last night. You know what they did in the Old Testament? They went to get God. That's what we need. Well, listen, Trump is gone. Rush is gone. Somebody's going to have to go get God. Well, once we get in at the mid, come on. You had, what did you have, 700 homicides in the city of Chicago in a year under Trump? Trump's not going to make evil go away. We need God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
second trigger, second trigger, I'm, I'm moving on. When you find yourself watching something secular, like I said about the, what's Bitcoin? Ooh, it's up 2,000 today. I made another 47 cents. My son-in-law, his son talked me into it. I'm, I don't know. Now, I'm doing okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad he told me. But you know, man, we get up there. I squeeze for Alabama when it's that national championship. I can't stand basketball and baseball. It's the most boring thing. Nobody gets, nobody gets hit. <laughs> but when it's championship time, we, we watch. And man, I get, I, get, I get convicted. I get jealous for God of myself. Remember I, was that Isaiah said, I'm jealous for the Lord God of hope. Man, look at me looking at this. Ooh, I wonder, do I pray like that? Let, let, let when we're all around and we're watching our little, the climax of our latest Netflix idiotic story, let that say, just something in your heart. God, help our land. God, help me as a man. And I don't like it any more than you, but I said, God, help Kamala Harris. Help Joe Biden. Help Cuomo. Could you not watch? It's good for the goose. Wilt thou not revive us again and let judgment, ooh, what a prayer. Let judgment first begin at the house of God. Because if there was no world making the mess they're making, we got enough sin to make hell a flame forever. If you don't know what to pray, pray what the early church prayed. They look back at David. David didn't even know he was praying the Psalms when he was praying them. <laughs> the early church says, why do the heathen rage? If you say, preacher, I want to I enlist. Where do I start? Just go back to those Psalms and start praying them. And let's storm God's capital in heaven. Why sit we here till we die? What is our other choice? Shall not he that spared his only son, that gave us this mandate, that gave us this weapon in our arsenal, freely give us all things? Do you believe in signs? I didn't till today. I'm on my daily walk, and I'm, I'm trying to practice what I preach, and I'm, God, maybe you do something in somebody tonight. If you would have stopped what you were doing in the Old Testament, but you couldn't find one, maybe just one, and I'm down here on uh, Davis Highway. Talk about Redneckville. I mean, what happened to Florida, you know? I'm thinking, where's the resorts? Where's the palm trees? Davis Highway. I mean, I mean Isaiah, car would have fit right in, brother. <laughs> And I'm all oh, these abandoned buildings. Well, everybody's moving to Florida, not in these rat nests. <laughs> and we're walking down there, and there's this old building, and I'm calling out to God, and I'm trying to practice what I preach. And I look in this, just walking by this window, and there's a, there's a sign. Put that sign up there. There's a sign. God wins this spiritual war. <laughs> kiss the son lest he be angry. I didn't kiss him. He kissed me. I got to thinking. Peter slept. 
And Jesus won anyways. Listen, in the big scheme of things, he's going to win this war anyways. The question is, are we going to get in on the victory? I'll take the verse out of context, but it makes great practical sense for this. Pilate told the soldiers, ye have a watch. Go your way. Make it as fast as you can. If you're going to get in this, you're going to be alone. You're going to stand out. But I submit, this is not a nicety. What we're talking about is a necessity. And if the men in this church, in the King James Independent Fundamental Conservative and all that stuff ain't going to do it, who's going to do it?